Well, hello guys. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. As always, regardless or regarding wherever or whenever you're listening to this. So today is an exciting episode for me because I, I, I actually did want to record this and I want to let people know what I've seen because a lot of people have heard about why Jish Lover is trending and why um, yeah, why they are trending and what they are saying about Tinubu. Well, <clears throat> before I go into that, I also want to say thank you once again to everybody who listens regularly, to everybody who is sharing the link and who is supporting me in their own small way. I really appreciate it. My views have gone up since I resumed this podcast. Like it's not the same like it used to be as it used to be before and it's because of you guys so i'm really grateful for that uh so let me just get a little backstory done in case it's small amoeba that brought you here and you've not heard anything about what's going on apparently tinubu doesn't have any history of his first 20 years documented anywhere yeah so this is not <laughs> you believe what you want but this is not a bad belay scheme or anything i just saw an interesting story that seems that seems to add up to me that seems to make sense to me and i think other people need to hear it as well to get their judgment correctly um so without further ado let's get i'm just going to be reading from the post on instagram i don't want to paraphrase anything i don't want to make anything seem like uh i made it up myself this is tinibu's story according to this lover so uh let me just make sure i'm getting the correct post up here uh, Alright, cool. So, the most anticipated story is here. The real story of the Nigerian Pablo Escobar. If you're a filmmaker or a story writer, this might just serve as one story you wouldn't want to miss. Now, I'm trying to read slowly here because I might now... I told you before, somebody has complained or people have complained about my speed. So, now that I'm reading, let me just be as slow as I can. Alright, this is a story you, don't, you wouldn't want to miss. Everybody, get your chair, popcorn, and juice. It's about to be a movie. Ah, I like the way I talk when I read. And then, yeah, there's some Yoruba phrases in the story, but <clears throat> I think there's enough English for you to understand everything that's going on. Because after this paragraph, the last thing they said here was Emaba Mikalo. I don't know what that means. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Alright. Once upon a time, a boy was born on March 29, 1935, in a small town called Irabiji. Ocean State to the family of Ogunlewe. <laughs> Ambitious, bright, but the parents were so poor. After giving birth to him, giving birth to him, they left Irabiji to Ibadan, where he had his primary school education. While growing, he was a smart and brilliant boy in class, but stubborn. On different occasions, his parents were summoned because it's either his gang fighting his classmate or he's missing school. Long story short, bright boy finished his primary school was to be enrolled to the junior secondary school. That was the last the parents heard of him. He made up his mind to go fend for himself in Lagos. Those days, Lagos Island women are the real deal. Or oh, were the real deal though. So when he left Ibadan, headed straight to Lagos, he headed straight to Lagos Island. There he met a woman who was then the women leader of the Awolo Action Group. You can Google that. A very rich and connected woman. Her name is Abibatu Mogaji. The woman interviewed him, seeing he is an item, piqued interest in him. The woman took him and he was working as the woman's house help. He cleans the house and do little things in the house. Although the woman has had house helps already in the house, but she chose just 
to put her mother through the test. Then the test began. She gave the boy a series of loyalty tests which he passed, all without flinching. There and then, she vowed to adopt the boy. But... Uh-uh. She vowed to adopt the boy, but does. And does. Lest I forget, apart from being a successful businesswoman, Abiba Tumogaji was one of the top drug dealers back in the day. If you are born those days, you would know drug barons were everywhere on the island. Obviously, we can't verify this because none of us were born in the 40s or 50s. Uh, barons were in the island. They still exist now, but because of social media, a lot of things are now coded. So seeing a mother, a mother is not the boy, obviously. As a smart boy, was a plus for him. Senior brother to Abiba to Mogadji, that senior brother to the woman that took her mother, then just lost his daughter. The name of the daughter is Bola Tinubu. The girl was just ill for a little period of time and then passed on. But before her death, before the girl's death, the father of the girl, who is the famous Kafaru Tinubu, and the mother, and the brother, oh my god, I'm lost. Kafaru Tinubu, the brother of the famous Iyaloja adopted mother of Tinubu. The father planned on her schooling in the USA. So, okay, the dead girl, I don't know what I just read in the last line, but dead girl's father arranged for her to school in the USA. The whole process was done and intact before the girl died. As at that time, Abiba Tumogaji needed to test the capability of her newly recruited boy. So, she talked to his brother. She talked to her brother. Why is this lawyer getting pronounced wrong like this? She talked to her brother, who was a top police officer then. That is there a way Amada Ogunlere can use the deceased daughter's traveling visa and documents to travel to the USA? The only challenge they had then was the gender issue. The late Bonatti Nubu was a girl, and the new person who wants to take over her visa and name is a boy. It was not easy to achieve, but with Abibatu's connection, the name came back, and a name back then, they later succeeded. And that was how a proper hardened drug baron was born. Next paragraph. The Rabiji boy first operating operation. The Rabiji boy would be a mother in this case. The Rabiji boy's first okay now. The Rabiji boy first operation went smoothly. And he was super smart and daring those days. I saw a Rabiji boy transition enter USA. Those days, traveling was not as hard as it is now. No stress at all. So he was shuffling Lagos and USA and was working hand in hand with Abiba to and some famous drug lords for Echo back then. Uh, in Lagos back then. Long story short, he met his first baby mama during his course. And that one gave birth to his first son, Jide Tinibu, late in parentheses. There were issues then, as Abiba to Mogaji told her mother point blank, that having a family or a child is not safe for their kind of business. That was how a mother couldn't build his first home because of the deadly job they are into. Long story short, how many times does she say long story short? He got another lady pregnant and that one gave birth to Fasho Lade, no, to Folashade Tinubu Ojo, current year lodger. Gis Deon Folashade too, but we'll get there. The work was going smoothly and well. Those days, being a drug baron was like being a hired killer. You need to be ruthless and be able to improvise. You need to be able to handle a gun well in case there are issues and a life needs to be cut short. So there wouldn't be yawa. The work was going on smoothly and Amoda was getting promotions. Then boom, one of his flights from Lagos to USA. 
on one of his flights from Lagos to USA, he met a beautiful air hostess. Her name is Bumi Oshaniki. Oshan, ah, fucking hell. See, her name was Bumi. They exchanged contact, and Omodri <laughs> High would have been those days to so exchange contact. What did he what, write his home address and mailbox on the paper for her, for her to write him letters? Because there are no emails, or I don't think phones. Okay, phones, yeah, for phones were there. This would be in the 60s or 50s. Sorry, sorry. Um, I who says her name was Bumi, the exchange contact, and their love story started. The rule was not to have a baby together, just pure enjoyment. Because at that time, Bumi, they even called that, they started calling her Bumi Osho, so I don't have to kill myself. Bumi Osho was also a big fish, rolling with the high and mighty because of her type of job. She gets to meet people of class and caliber, so either of them wanted, come on now, this lover. So neither of them wanted the pregnancy. One thing led to another, that was how Bumi got pregnant. This Tinubu doesn't have any discretion or protection. You cannot decide not to impregnate somebody and stick by it. That's how Bumi got pregnant. It was such a hard blow on her mother as he didn't know how to tell his boss slash abdo- adopted mother. So he suggested that Bumi abort the baby. Bumi stood her ground that she wouldn't abort any baby. They shared the baby and named him Oluwaloshei Enioko. So the child of that day is now the famous Shei Tinubu. Not many knew Remy is not the mother of Shei Tinubu. So I think Remy is the current wife right now that he's posing with. Uh, as at the time of birthing Shei, Tinubu had made a high name for himself in drug industry. He started jobs himself. A lot of people he met in the industry were cleared back then. If you know, you know, so I'm assuming he murdered them. You can't be a drug lord and attain a level without having multiple blood on your neck. They can pass for hired assassins. Long story short, again, that was how Tinubu started running his own empire. Back then, after trying to leave all his former boss and start his own proper drug empire, he had issues in the US. He was also busted. He had to run back to Nigeria for a while to lay low. And during those periods, he got a job with the oil and gas company as cover up, but still run his main business underneath. So I think this is the part of Tinubu where we even begin to know anything about him. The period where he supposedly is laying low um, underneath. It was after he ran back to Nigeria, he met a beautiful lady called Balikis. Balikis Oluremi Odugbeson. This time around, Amada is not having, is not serving any boss, so he has determined he was going to settle down, settle down with the woman since he's trying to lay low too. Yeah, I'm trying to lay low so I should fucking get married. Right. He should use the period to quickly marry a woman properly as he already has three kids out of wedlock. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense now. Remy, sister, what? Remy's sister did Remy's sister did the introduction and all and all things went well. Their marriage produced three girls, Zainab, Abishala, and Habibat Tinubu. And Olayinka Tinubu. Wait, 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 wait. Three girls. Zainab Abishala Tinubu. Habibat Tinubu and Olayinka Tinubu is the last girl. Telegram to see pictures. Okay, how telegram to see pictures of those girls. Although they are trying to keep the last child's picture off the media. But the story is just starting. And this is just a brief introduction. Mengist is coming. Alright. Continuation. 
So after getting married to Remy and God bless them with three girls, many do not know they have children together and the rumor being peddled around is that Remy didn't give birth to any child for her mother. Well, it's the case of the kids that don't make them flaunt their kids often. Yorubas will say, I'm not going to bother. Okay, they interpreted it. The house beat on saliva instead of blocks will in no time be brought down by the dew drops. You. Such is the case of Zainab Tinibu, a spoiled brat from the womb. It is not just Zainab. Check most politicians' children. You will understand better. Zainab started taking drugs at an early age and this damaged her a lot. Even after purchasing a lot of properties with drug money for the kids and made them stay all their life in the UK, they didn't... They still didn't make her mother proud. Currently, Zainab is in Bronzefield Prison in England. It happened that after taking her drugs as usual that day, she went on the street to assault a police officer in the UK. She was charged. The parents tried all they could just to make sure the matter was buried, but it didn't work. I like news like this. Tinubu is so not powerful in other places that he can't even get a small assault case to go. But he will kill somebody here if he could. This is not just in many English people. If they killed somebody to still go away. Alright. So if you're living a bad life, how will your how will your children even make you proud? Um and it, it sorry, it was I. Yeah. So it didn't work. It was while in the prison they noticed that she had a mental disorder and they had to transfer her to the mental home. As it is now, she shuffles both now. She sh- 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 she sh- <sighs> What is wrong with me? I'm actually hungry. I should have eaten before I started this recording. Alright. While in prison, they noticed that she had a mental disorder. As it is now, she shuffles both now. Her mother needs to re... It's not even my fault. It's their fault. What is this? Now, her mother... She shuffles both. Okay, she shuffles both prison and mental institute. Now, her mother needs to re-strategize when... When? Because the police were already on his trail in the US. So he needed to find a way to establish his drug cartel in Nigeria without having any government issue. So he devised the means to find his way into the top in politics in such a way that even if he kills anybody in Nigeria and they find a gun on him, he won't be questioned. That was how he ventured into politics. But he made sure his cartel was running well. He needed to hand over and face politics squarely. Plus, he spent a lot of money just to get key posts in a short while. And of course, his target was to recover even more while on seat. This was how he met a young guy on the street of her papa who was a freight agent. What was that? His name is Okonko Emeka. Rings a bell, right? Emeka money. E-money. That's who they're referring to. Yeah. Continuation. This was how he met a young guy on the street of Olodia Papa. He was a freight agent, Okonko Emeka. And was then living at Emodi Street, Olodia Papa. Her mother's first, her mother first met him on duty at the Papa. Then he's one of those boys. He tips. That's her mother used to tip those boys. We are referring to Tinibu as her mother here because apparently that's his real name, a mother Ogunleri or something like that. So, um, her mother first met him on duty because he's one of the boys he used to tip those days. Being a man who is spiritually fortified and physically fortified, just like Obasanjo, who consults the oracle in his room blah 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 so also is Tinubu before Mogaji his boss adopted his boss or adopted mother died she made sure she took him around the world for fortifications in such a way that no one can challenge him so on Tin Imoni he saw a young desperate boy who can be his tool 
he started tipping him and making sure he's the one in charge of all his luggage before he finally brings him in. He made sure his cartel was well balanced and running before he goes after the power. So this means Imon is the one running Tinubu's organization, I guess. He didn't just go after the power. His target is to have all 36 states under his palm. And that was how Godfatherism started. Run your research on drug busts inside Nigeria. You will never see any major drug busts on cocaine unless it's weed, pills, and co. Or independent traffickers caught at the airport. Or independent drug cartels running on smaller scales in Nigeria. Our mother runs a very strong chain in Africa and Nigeria for ages now. Political money is not like chicken change compared to the drug money. And him being in politics was to cover his tails, embezzle more money, have Nigeria in his palm, and gain more power slash control. I'm thinking of taking a break. It was easy for him to keep everyone in chains because running the drug cartel gives you the means to know all the bad people you need. And that's exactly how you win elections also in Nigeria. Hired assassins, touts, etc. Imoni graduated from being an apprentice to become a mother's favorite. He is one, he's one in charge of a mother's drug business and has always been untouchable from, untouchable from day one. All importation or export goes through him. They know they search Imoni containers and he's always VIP clearance. You will hardly see a mother and Imoni together, except on rare occasions. Now, NDLA have a lot of questions to answer. How they pay, How were they paid to make a popular drug baron assistant as their anti-drug ambassador? Yo, 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 what? To make a popular drug baron's assistant as their anti-drug ambassador. So, yeah, Imoni is, is anti-drug ambassador to the NDLA. Mad. All right. The biological father died a long time ago, so he may- what is this? Is this a sign to take a break? <laughs> no, okay, I sincerely this in, in, in correct order, so... You know what? I'm hungry, I'm going to take a break and record a new segment. Maybe I'll release them together or take out this one first. Let me see the interest level before I continue. biological father died a long time ago so i'm thinking this is a mother's biological father after he has become like boss and wants to enter politics so so his biological dad died a long time ago so he met his cousin and some other people related to his mom the cousin is the popular boyega Oyetola of ocean state now he convinced him why he needs to join politics and promised him he was going to give him backing that was how Oyetola started his politics life now back to lagos his time as ended as a governor after ruling since 1999 to 2007. He needed to hand over Lagos to another loyal boy. He chose Tayo Ayinde, the popular guy you all call chief of staff. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Now, but Remy Tinubu declined bluntly. She refused. Her reason is that during her mother's time in the office, her mother got one Chicago-based lady pregnant. The lady later gave birth and they named the boy Yinka. So aside Sheyi Tinubu, there is another Yinka Tinubu who is from a mother's mistress and according to that, Remy heard it was Tayo Ayinde that arranged the lady for her mother. So because they made her husband cheat on her and have a baby outside, the person that arranged the girl should not be governor. Yeah. So as they arranged 
guess for your guys, maybe the wife no go find out or babe no go find out. <laughs> Spoil your future blessing. Alright, we don't need this break. Mm. So God what is this? The lady later gave birth and they named the boy Inka. I mean the lady for her mother. That got that got Remy angry. That got Remy angry and it was a big case then. And Remy vowed to expose all of her mother's secrets if he shows the boy to the world. Her mother had no choice than to pay the lady off and tell the lady to take the child back to the US. So this this hindered chief of staff appointment as Lagos State Governor. One way or the other, her mother met her mother met Fashela. He liked him and that was it. He gave him the post they were planning to give Tayo Aini. She posed that they could conducted elections for. <laughs> now Fashela remits to her mother the proceedings from Lagos State and gives him feedback daily. He practically dictates what happens in Lagos even after he left. Now, after adding the money he embezzled for that for those eight years to so his drug money, he was thinkingly rich. Dangote and Otedola combined has got nothing on him. Nah, I believe that. Why they don't rate him is because he doesn't declare all his assets. But I will help him declare some now. <laughs> Check the next post. He buys properties in the name of people all over the world. His drug addict daughter and the second daughter all have properties scattered all over the world in their name. But God is not a man. What a man sows, he will reap. Upon all the money and the houses, it's from mental home to prison, from back to back mental home after. From prison back to mental home after a meeting for a while. Then Fashala got tired. He told her mother he was done remitting and he wanted to face the work squarely. That was where the trouble started. He also said he was going to stop generating fake contracts. This is how they run fake contracting. They create a problem themselves, make it known to the general public and let the masses know how much it will be to fix the problem. Sometimes they end up allocating billions from Lagos funds just to fix the problem. The problem won't be fixed but will be paid into our mother's account. It won't come directly to our mother's account. It will take some very famous pastors or people who have foundations. It will pass through their account. That was how Prophet Esther Ajayi case surfaced. Her own. She started with Stella Abbasanjo. I will give details on this later. So after laundering the money through various accounts, the money either lands on her mother's account or in some of his children's accounts. So that way it's untraceable. So after the masses will request of what was done, with the allocation money, the masses will shout for a week and then move on. That's why you see bad roads and bad infrastructure all over. A mother has over 100 accounts across all banks. That what they do now is they sneak prisoners out of their cells, take them to banks to open accounts, and then add any number provided by a mother. That way, he has access to all the accounts. That's why, even with all his property seized in the US, it has no effect on him. He's cashing out from Lagos and some states in Nigeria. How will somebody be cashing out from Andaste? And some states in Nigeria since way back till today. So when Fashola got angry and said he needs he needed to work, Tinebu had a bitter clash with him. In fact, he was trying all in his power to implicate him on seat, but then it didn't work. So Fashola was an upright man. And this is I said was. Fashola stood still and started working. This got in the mother, the godfather's nerves, and they planned a way on how to frustrate planned a way to frustrate his efforts. If you notice me saying anything with wrong grammar, just know that I'm reading it directly, that's why. Uh, frustrate his efforts. A mother called one of his trusted boys, MC Oluomo, <laughs> to arrange one of the Hollywood girls 
to distract Fashola. That was how they arranged Buki Wright to help them put Fashola at their mercy and blackmail him. I don't know if this Buki Wright and Fashola thing was already news before, but the way she just rolls out the name here like it's normal. Alright, so that's how they arranged Buki Wright to help him, help them put Fashola in their mercy and blackmail him. Kuruke, Kuruke, Buki Wright entered Fashola's life and it was love at first sight for Fashola. I mean, those days, Buki was one of the hotties in town because I mean, she's what, in her 50s now, maybe 40s. She came in bringing a movie proposal. It was all arranged by her mother's, her mother's boy, which is MC Loomo. So after they met and one thing led to another, they started going out. Fashola did a lot for Buki right back then. He bought her a house in Omole. He, and then another house on the island close to Aja. Things were clearly going on smoothly between both parties. Bukirai was living the baby girl lifestyle with Lagos State money. And then boom, she came with the story that she was pregnant and she wouldn't take the pregnancy off. Fashola got scared and needed to protect his name. He promised to do whatever she wants. She was paid millions to get rid of the baby, of which there was no pregnancy anywhere. Second thing, was she brought in MC Oluomo, telling him to award some contracts to MC. He awarded the contract and they carried Amada along. Amada, seeing how things were going, also vowed to expose Fashela if he doesn't do his bidding. Fashela had no choice and to bow to pressure. In fact, during all these issues, Fashela had publicly disgraced Amada at an event. He called his bluff at that event and told him point blank that he has ruled in his own time and he is the one in charge now. That's Fashela. He should allow him to do his thing. That didn't sit well with him and they made sure Fashela paid for every single act of his. Same way, the same way things happen to Ambody, that Ambody part long will get there. One would think after the whole fake pregnancy. Sorry if the audio was a bit shaky at some point. I had a little glitch. So, yeah, the story of... One would think after the whole fake pregnancy blackmail, it would end there. <laughs> I think I've read that already. Yeah, I said they even blackmailed him with his nudes. Woo! They blackmailed Fashola with his nudes. Fashola's nudes. Tinubu is a man of his word, I'll give him that because he hasn't leaked Fashi Lashnut for any reason to you know. I don't think he would even care anymore. Yeah, it was that bad. They ruined all his work, he kept struggling to work. The one the one he achieved during his tenure was done with plenty of struggles. Amada made sure he caught all his wings and then the circle continues. It was after all the work executed for Amada and his gang, Buki stayed for a while and then relocated finally. I forgot to add this earlier, MC Olomo is also one of Amada's trusted allies. Those days, they used actors and actresses to carry out their drug business as they are public figures and have access to travels without restrictions. Back then, Sue, Son, who are who? Okay, I think he just, he just called names now. However, apart from MC Olomo in money, who are his main men? Okay, they used the likes of famous celebrities back then. And they were always, MC Loma was always arranging for them. Apart from MC Loma and Imani, who are his um, main men. Abu Abel is also part of the team. He is in charge of. And then, yeah, I'm thinking he's murdering people too. <laughs> then she said, I don't know the gender of Gislova, obviously. 
or what or what their pronouns are. <laughs> That's a silly. But I'll say there. So he said no for more to go hear that one. He was a known cultist back then, and when anyone is blocking the way of a mother, Abu Ebel takes care of such person. Apart from being in charge of that, he's also in charge of all the loud <laughs> being circulated in Nigeria. Really? I would also like to address something shortly, but I will do an extensive post on them later. 80% of missing organ cases in Nigeria are not Yahoo boys, as termed. As a matter of fact, 80% of it are orders from above. Even some checkpoints, policemen will get calls to vacate their checkpoints because some silly operation wants to go on there and they will obey them and the next morning you read in the newspapers and blogs that Yahoo boys caught a lady's breast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the narrative they put online. Yes, Yahoo boys indulging shots in such, but just a few. The rest are from the top. Those seeking power, they cannot cut story into two. We will come back to that later. So the picture above was when the LDA LDA mistakenly bust one of our mother's girls. So there's a picture above of news that um, um that somebody's aid who someone will lose aid a, a lady called something something Phillips um was arrested by the LDA. LDA. So they say this picture above now is one of our mother's girls that was busted by the NDA LDA. and um, she carried cocaine for her mother. Hmm while pregnant and was busted because aside actresses and actors those days they also pick hungry street girls to help them so this lady was busted it was all over the media but as he's she is in a mother's team it was covered up and now she is back campaigning for her mother a lot of young people's lives were destroyed a lot some died some lost it like okay type funke phillips on google and see the things for yourself when the issue happened they all distanced themselves from her then. Back to Fashola's matter. He wanted to sue Buki at some point, but her mother came forth and told him point blank that if he tried to sue, he will make sure he exposes all the fake contracts he's been awarding all the time. He will make sure all newspapers take up all the scandals, and that was how Baba accepted his fate and managed to push through and was still remitting to her mother through, through Prophet Esther Ajayi. Mm. Okay. To be honest, I think I really, really do need to take a break now. So, uh, next episode, we'll continue the story. <laughs> Ciao.